time to ham up. Now I gotta really try hard. Shut it down! Somehow it's the best. After the credits. A Yum Chunks podcast. Yum Chunks! Welcome everyone to a brand new episode of After the Credits, a Yum Chunks podcast. I am Matt, and today on the show we have Ryan Davis. Hey Ryan, how are you doing? Hey, doing great. Good to hear it. Hey Vince, what's up? Hey, I'm still existing. That's good, generally. Hey Sean, what's up? I'm also existing. Awesome. Well, we got all four of us here today. Everyone except for Chris, we're coming to you live or recorded from our houses straight into your houses because you're not listening to this anywhere else because you are stuck at home. And if you're not in your house, then you're a dirty heathen. Well, or, it, or they could be the far distant future when we're allowed to venture oh yeah. outside again. How, how is it in the future? Were we ever allowed outside of our houses? <laughs> Can anyone tell us? Leave a comment if you're from the future. <laughs> and Does let toilet us know paper how... exist anymore? The yes. way the internet works, we'll get it here in the past. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you know, the future's going to be weird, I'm sure. At any rate, so, we're, um... This is how the three, th- she- three seashells was invented. Yep. I don't get it. I just, oh, uh, sure. you... you guys... Matt doesn't even understand the three seashells. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Vince, do you understand the three seashells? Oh, man, do I? If anything, it's <laughs> more enough. of like I created it. Uh, yeah, okay. It's a demolition man joke. I know that because I just Googled it. <laughs> okay. yeah, that's cheating. Listeners, you could also Google things still as of this recording. Unless you're from the future and then the jury's out. You're going to have to tell us. at any rate tonight we're going to talk about uh pixar's newest film onward which uh premiered straight to disney plus because of uh circumstances i think it was in the theaters was yeah it it had a total box office gross of 48 (laughs) dollars yes i think it's like six thousand (laughs) dollars which is i think there were a few places that hadn't gone full on theaters closed yet on the weekend that it opened but it yeah i i think I think a, a few days afterwards, it went to uh, you could buy it on digital, and then a week after that, it went to, uh, to Disney Plus. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing nobody bought it or rented it on digital. So I, I so I waited for Disney Plus. So, because yeah. I have that. So we're going to be talking about that movie today. Um, you're all in quarantine, so you've all probably seen it. So you have no excuse not to listen to this episode unless you just hate our show which is a good excuse but you decided to listen to the beginning of it question mark at any rate it's been a while since we've taken a a stroll around the uh the warm and toasty chunk fire um so uh why don't we get started with that why don't we why don't we why don't we see what's been going on in our um our lives or lack thereof uh who wants to start i feel like this you haven't done any because you weren't on the sonic episode right no i was not yeah still haven't seen that movie oh well now's your what else are you doing i well i actually of all of us i'm probably the one who's doing the most ah yes perfect segue so tell us what you've been up to yeah well um i work at a costco wholesale uh grocery slash warehouse store and we stay open regardless of if there's you know hurricanes or earthquakes, 
or pandemics that close every other thing on the planet, Costco stays open. I think Taco Bell's open. Yeah, well, that's the one exception because we can never lose Taco Bell. Once we've lost Taco Bell, we've truly the lost. It's the essentials. Yeah, we no longer live in a society at that point. It's crazy, man. You no longer say that. I mean, I know you guys are probably like stuck at home all day, can't leave the house, but I'm still working. Like, I'm actually working even more, like 50 hour weeks, you know, 55 hour weeks. And it's just a crazy amount of work, the, the crazy protocols. It's like we're in this weird, like, lockdown world, which I know we are, but just seeing that, like, every day, everyone's got to wear gloves and masks. And there's all these new, like, protocols for how many people can even come in, and they all got to be spaced apart. And it's just. It's crazy. Every day there's some sort of new thing that we can't do or we have to go over. Like today they have to ask us before we even can clock in, we get asked by this person who's like either a certified doctor or somebody else all these medical questions on if we've gone to this place or if we're feeling these any of these symptoms. And if we answered yes to any of those, we have to go home. And that just started yesterday. So wow. it's, it's crazy, the, all these new protocols that are happening. Well, so you're on the front lines, so, yeah. um, you know, it's much appreciated because uh, we all, the rest of us, all of us uh, dead weight to society can still eat. So, <laughs> Also, I got that TP hookup, so if you if you need any of that good, good, good TP, you know who to well, call. Well, geez, just tell the entire internet. I know, right? I'm sorry, internet. I, can't, I don't have that much. Costco doesn't, can't do that. Um... Besides working and working hard and working a lot, have you been up to anything else? Or, um, for the last like month, unfortunately, no. Um, let me, th- you know, oh, I just changed the whole design and style of my room. Uh, style something. of your room? Well, okay, that was a little stretched too far. Um, so I live in a room with my two kids because I'm poor, and. So there's not a lot of things that I can do to change the design of the room, but I switched a few things around. I'm going to be getting a new TV in there. Um, that's that's the highlight of what's going on with me. You, you just mean the arrangement of the furniture. You, well, you don't actually mean it's like no. It's I now actually a didn't Victorian have any furniture. It, all I had in there was my bed and the kids' bed, which pulled out into two beds, and that pretty much took up all the room. But I was able to make some creative changes to where there's a little bit more room and I can fit like a desk. So I can have a computer, and then I can fit, like, a dresser. So I'll be able to actually, you know, function as, like, an adult. You know, that's next, almost 28. Next thing you need are shelves. So you run out of space, you go vertical. You know, it's gotta, yeah. You start building upwards. I'm still working. Who? and onwards? Yes. There we go. I guess. Yes. And Wally words? Mm-hmm. No. Huh. Never. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> 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 all right cool. well, ryan what have you been up to um well speaking of work i i actually have been working um i got a new job on Ooh. this very monday just a few days ago um you also work and, at costco now <laughs> I, yes i also now work at costco i'm and ryan's got boss me a job thanks vince you're welcome uh, get back to work. tell us slash i hate you tell us whatever <laughs> you can or feel like sharing about that new job if you're able yeah, to yeah it's want to. um I, I guess I'll, for the time being, refrain from mentioning the name, but uh, it is a it's a transportation company. 
I'm an engineer um, for this company, NASA. Uh, which is which is yes, we're um, going to Mars. <laughs> we decided to abandon Earth for obvious reasons. Ryan's going to drive um, us to space. Yeah. <laughs> where is where where have I been? Where's Ryan to drive us to space? Um, uh, yeah. So, which is kind of interesting. Um, there's no, in fact, the company's still hiring, which is kind of weird, right? It's, you think it's the transportation? I mean. We don't actually build trains, but we. Anyway, um, the point is that <laughs> business on? is good, and okay. there's no signs of stopping. We're gonna keep, we're gonna keep going, which is great. Because uh, I was a little nervous about that starting a brand new job. The weird thing is though, starting a new job remotely, right. um, is quite odd. Um, right now, I'm just doing like training things, so I can read boring documents at home or in the office right that doesn't really matter a did, lot. did it make you do those like interactive training videos that come with quizzes that like yeah are, are easy to like all all the wrong answers are very obvious yeah um those are my favorite yeah it's it's, it's yeah um but it's fine it's it's good uh um but in the downtime like kind of finishing up my last job and stuff and just kind of whatever i have i've had a little more free time because it's just been a little slow and i've had i can't really go out right so Mm -hmm. i have time to stay in and do things inside like play video games so i've been playing all kinds of video games i I beat half-life alex on the vr um that was really really good really 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 good um and then i also beat control um which was also really 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 good so yeah so that's good and I also watched all of Keen Peel and <laughs> most of Brooklyn Nine Nine, which I'd already watched, but um, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. It's been it's been pretty great, actually. I, I don't mind being stuck indoors if I'm being being honest. Yeah, you got video games and food. Then you know what else? What else you got? What else you need? Really? Yeah, I've been like cooking and eating food, even. Oh yeah. What? Man, yep. leave it to a oh, quarantine for Ryan to eat food. Vince, you mentioned toilet paper. Mm-hmm. I laugh in the faces of all those hoarders because I never bought toilet paper. Um, and I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to have – I'm not going to go searching for toilet paper. I'm not going to panic buy. I'm not going to be a dum-dum. And I went to the store last week. I think it was the last time I went to the store. And guess what? There was toilet paper back on the shelves. Not even an issue. All you dum dums that panic buyed and hoarded, guess what? Society worked it out, and I'm fine. I have Dude, toilet paper. I'm happy for you, because yeah. society almost collapsed due to a lack of toilet paper. Yeah. We uh we had just purchased a giant uh thing of toilet paper just because that's a thing that we already buy the biggest pack because you you know you're gonna use it so yeah. We have been fine, which you know. So we just we just lucked out that we had pr- purchased that shortly before you know the stay-at-home yeah, order. Good timing. It was just good timing, yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Uh, cool, yeah. That's that's what I've been up to. Awesome. Uh, 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 Sean, what are you been up to? <laughs> Man, best I, guess I'm to hand I don't know. Do I, yeah, I guess it's is it a baton pass that we? Uh, yeah, it's a baton. Yeah, Ryan kicked it around the, a few the times. Chunk fire baton. You got you to popcorn it. I'll take yeah. I'll take this leg of the race. Ooh, um, popcorn chicken. Could go ahead. Mm, I already had dinner. <laughs> I'm not that hungry. But, um, 
What have I been? Well, kind of everyone else. Yeah, it's it's just sitting at home playing video games and watching what's on the TV. I'm still working as well, though. I think we're all actually still working, so we're not actually not doing nothing. We all still have to work, and I am one of those people. And despite our game um, just getting delayed indefinitely, which is a weird kind of thing because the game we should have been about done with it by now but now that it's in it was announced that it is being delayed indefinitely because um the manufacturing and and production of the of the game of the discs and everything and getting it onto retail stores which will not be open that wasn't going to be feasible so so it's kind of weird because it gave us more time to work on the game so we're still working on it so but we don't know when it's coming out i don't know it's gonna why didn't you just release it on like the playstation store yeah we are well that is definitely something that was discussed but then also that doesn't really supplement all of the physical sales Mm because there's still a significant even if you think about it let's say 50 percent of the sales are digital Mm -hmm. we're not gonna not you know we're not gonna lose out on 50 percent of the sales that's a lot. That's huge, right? So yeah. Well, but you'd have to think that yeah. if nobody can buy half. it, well, yeah. But if, if nobody can buy a disc, <laughs> they're going to buy it digitally. So well, I suppose, but some people can't. Some people just don't have internet, so they can't, or they don't have the band, or you know, whatever the service or whatever. But also, if you can release it on disc, but you just have to delay it, then it's going to be that's then that's what they're doing. Hmm. I would also so, imagine a lot of people probably uh, pre-ordered, pre-ordered physical copies too, so that's an yeah. issue. I mean, yeah. there's lots of things. I mean, it, it's just kind of a weird thing because most likely we'll have the release date sometime in the relatively near future, but it's just kind of weird that we don't know when it is. Um, so, um, in any case, so I'm still working though. So working from home, as is everyone else. Um, but in between that, uh, yeah, I've been playing. Mainly, I've been playing kind of games. I finally went back and finished um, Jedi Fallen Order, which I talked about months ago. I finally went back and finished that. I platinumed that game. That game's really fun. I recommend it's a fun Star Wars romp through the galaxy. Um, and then I just recently, the game came out a couple weeks ago, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I know, yeah. Chewy, you played the original, Ryan. I don't know if you played the original. Uh, I'm, I'm aware. I didn't actually play I, that. I, I loved the original. Game. That was yeah, one of I, the best games I've played in years. I played through that, and I loved it. As I, lo- I think I liked it more than the first one. They're, it, essentially, they're, it's the same game, but they have small improvements. It's what you want from a sequel, where it takes everything you love from the first one um, and just makes it better, makes everything better about it. So, yeah, love that, recommend that. Um, and then, uh, oh, I, I've been playing, actually, the thing I've been playing most recently is I got Persona 5 Royal, which is like the the fully remastered, not remastered, but like best version of the game just came out a couple weeks ago. If anyone is familiar with Persona 5, has anyone heard of that game? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that game's awesome. I've, I, I, it, it's fantastic. It's a wonderful, yeah, wonderful, awesome um, game. I saw Chris play through uh, yeah. a little bit of it, and I'm familiar with the series. It's yeah. a long-running series, so... Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a very JRPG anime-style yeah. game, so it's not for everyone, but it is just overflowing with style, um, super 
well written, really funny, really just great. Um, and what else? Oh, and then I've been rewa- I've been not rewatching because I've never actually seen every episode or gone through it, but I've been watching all the original Star Trek, Star Trek the original series. Nice. Oh, cool. oh that's cool. Is that on Netflix? Yeah, they're they're all on Netflix right now, and um. You know, well, I don't yeah. know if I've actually done that. That's actually a good thing. Maybe that I'll put that on my list. And uh, I'm, I am enjoying myself far more than I thought I would. I, it's, it's, it's silly and funny and ridiculous in all the ways that you think of cliche Star Trek to be. Right. But there, is, it's so much better than all of that too. Like that's just one small aspect of the appeal of going back and watching the show. That show is actually really. I I didn't give enough credit. I didn't realize how good it actually was, and it's really good. Okay. Um. Yeah. Recommend that. Um, awesome. Anyway. So. Yeah. And then lots of YouTube videos and podcasts and yeah. listening to podcasts, all that stuff. Chewy, what have you been up to? How have you survived this? Um. Our apocalypse. <laughs> well, well, it remains to be seen. Uh, there was a giant earthquake at uh, near Yellowstone uh, about a week ago. So there was know, an earthquake knows? down here a couple days ago. Oh yeah, there was. Yeah. yeah, there was on Anza, which is like an hour and a half east of here. But um, anyway, um, so you know, I teach high school, and uh, when I, who's eating nuts? Nuts. Who has what? snacks? Who's eating snacks? I had a drink, and there was some ice. I keep hearing someone chewing. I hear the, is it that? I hear some crunching and Just yeah. I think it's that. the ice. I think it's ice's ice's shuffling around in the cup. Oh, it's okay. ISIS. That's what. Oh it, no! Ice, oh no! Now ISIS too. <laughs> Twenty twenty. We, we got earthquakes. I'm waiting for the Sharknadoes. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so when they announced that school was closing, uh, well, first it was a temporary thing because we didn't know how serious it was going to get. But um, they were like, all right, school's out for the next two weeks. And then after that is spring break. It's just when our spring break was supposed to be. So basically our spring break just got extended by two weeks. It was a three-week spring break um, with the expectation that we were going to go back to school afterwards. Of course, it got worse and then that didn't happen. So school's just out like for the rest of the term pretty much from what i understand um uh it might not be but it's looking that way but um but uh um so yeah the first few weeks i just spent a lot of time gaming and watching tv um it's list of things that we've been watching tv is pretty numerous going through a lot of things but just a couple highlights uh we watched through the show shrill on hulu uh with Mm -hmm. ad bryant um it's uh yeah yeah so that was that was excellent um it's nice to see ad bryant doing something a little bit more um less uh i don't know exuberant she always plays like very animated characters on snl so it's nice to see uh, her do something a little bit more grounded writing is excellent so i recommend shrill um uh maven i've been watching uh uh british comedy called uh thin blue line which was it's starring ron atkinson and it was kind of the predecessor to brooklyn 99 it's kind of the the british brooklyn 99 um which is pretty funny and we just started a show called barry last night um with uh dang it who's the guy from snl bill hater bill hater yeah so the you know everybody all the streaming services have been having deals and People have given away free movies and TV show and games, a bunch of free Steam games. But uh, so HBO has like a free library of stuff right now, and 
uh, berries in there. So we just started watching that last night. Uh, Bill Hader plays a assassin who is restless with his job, so he decides he wants to go into acting. So it's the, like the most insane premise, but it's amazing. It's super creative. Uh, we're not that far into it, but it, I'm. Um, uh, it's yeah, it's really funny and it's really clever. Uh, this week, um, the yeah, this week would have been the week that we would have come back from school. Um, but since we didn't, we're now, um, doing online classes, which is interesting. Um, cause everybody is trying to figure out how to teach their classes online. And some classes it's easier to do that than others. Um, I teach stage tech and as you can imagine, it's kind of difficult to teach stage tech without a stage or a theater or, you know, a, a wood shop or, <laughs> you know, expensive audio video equipment. So I've been, trying to get creative and figure out how to do lessons and projects that I can teach remotely through, you know, like zoom or Google hangouts. And, um, so it's, it's interesting, but, um, we started the class this week on Monday and Tuesday with, uh, just a, a big video conference meeting with the class. And it was really nice to just virtually get everyone together. I kind of get the sense that everybody was like, they really needed to see each other. So, um, so it was a breath of fresh air to see my students and it, I could tell it was for them to see each other too. So, um, you know, so that's nice. So I'm, I've got plenty of stuff to keep myself busy now that I'm trying to take these, this year's year's worth of uh, lessons and figure out how to do it from my home. So that's been an interesting challenge and that's kind of what I'm about now. So, Oh, also one more thing. Um, uh, so Maeve and I, um, Maeve has had a, a project that she's, been wanting to do for a little while and since we're kind of stuck at home and everyone else's we decided to like fast track it so she's she started this project called fresh threads it's all one word uh z at the end instead of an s uh you can look it up on facebook um or twitch or um youtube so uh basically we have a green screen set up in our living room and she's streaming herself doing art she's got one of those um digital drawing tablets so um, she's taking pop culture things and drawing costumes and she's making um, coloring sheets. So if you watch her streams, um, you can print them out and color with her. But she's doing like shading techniques and whatnot. And she's doing it real time. Um, right now she's doing Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So every episode she picks a different scene uh, with characters and she draws their fashions and then shares like episode trivia, you know, does trivia questions and whatnot. So um, so I've been helping her with that. Uh, we've been every Monday we've been streaming, um, and then she'll edit it and do like a YouTube version. So, uh, fresh threads, it's a lot of fun. It's pretty relaxing, I think. So that's what, that's like a project we're working on. So you guys should check it out if you haven't, but if anyone's listening and hasn't checked it out, you guys should check it out too. That's our project right now. So cool. there you go. That's how I've been spending my time. That's that. Nice. Well, somehow we've all made it this far. Yeah. Um, month mm-hmm. into quarantine. Yeah, just so about far. a month, almost. Yeah. Okay. So now uh, I we've all unloaded our our chunks. We've we they've been accumulating in our living rooms because we can't yeah. go outside and dump them out in the yard. So um, that's just how this oh, works, right? The proper chunk disposal technique. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So Please now sanitize all chunks before. Exactly. <laughs> And then, um, I just thought of this. How are PE classes doing remote teaching? I have no idea. I mean, no, it, they it, gave up. as you can imagine, I mean, like, um, 
you know, like, you know, I, again, my class is very hands-on and it's very technical and building things and whatnot. So that's difficult. But then like you have classes like, you know, our school musical theater at our school is a class. So the entire point of that class is to put a show on and now they can't put a show on. So every class is having very unique, very difficult and very, you know, just very unique struggles and challenges that they have to figure out. And since we just started this week, everybody's at that point like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> let's see, let's see what happens and see how this goes. So yeah, I don't, I don't, have, I don't, can't answer your question about PE. I don't know what they're doing, but, um, you know, everybody, everybody's got to do something. So, I mean, if I were, if I were teaching PE, I guess I'd try to do like, you know, home workouts. Like, I mean, that's a thing on YouTube already. So yeah. you could film yourself doing that or stream them or just like, I guess if you were lazy, you could just have a page on Google classroom and say, here are workout videos. Just watch, just do these workout videos. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. I guess if you want, you could do that if you wanted, but, um, you know, yeah, it's just, it's interesting. It's, it's interesting trying to figure out how to, how to do this, but you know, we're, we're doing the best we can and it's, it's been, yeah, interesting. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's that. Let's, uh, let's move on to the next thing. And that is going to be, right. Are we allowed to, am I allowed to, can we do this? Well, did you, you should have said it correctly. Even though we had one pun already. Onward. There we go. To the to our review of Onward. All right, who's recapping this one? Sean. You have my ex, and no one else is coming because I guess I'm just recapping. Well, no one else is coming because you can't have uh, gatherings of people anymore. Oh, that's right. And anyway, ship has been has failed. Quarantine. We're all in quarantine. At any rate, spoiler warning from here on out for the movie Onward. Sean, take it away. Well. Once, long ago, there was magic, and it's, but magic's not as good as technology, so we're going to stop that. Um, yes, it was a fantasy world, um, similar to what our classic fantasies are like, with um, mythical creatures and stuff, but it's, but it's advanced. It's like our modern day world. So you have dragon dogs and raccoon unicorns, and um, that's the only difference. Other than that, it's just the the same the, world the, the, the techno- technologically advanced version of a unicorn is a raccoon unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So, uh, and in this world, magic used to exist, but it doesn't anymore. Everyone just doesn't use it anymore. They don't know how. They forgot to do how to do it. Um, but we um, we follow a young man, young boy. Um, his name is Ian, I think. Yeah. Yes, Ian and his brother Barley. Um, they grew up. Um, their dad died very young, and they um, so they never got to grow up with their dad. Um, but on Ian's sixteenth birthday, he got a gift from his dad um, before his dad passed due to sickness. That he gave him an old magic spell that said, on your 16th birthday, you could do this magic, and I'll come back to life for a day, and I'll get to be able to spend the day with you. Um, but you need to have this magical gem to do it. So they try to do the spell, but it doesn't go right, and only his pants came back. <laughs> I mean, I guess filled with his flesh in them, but we never see that. Um, so it's either just 
his body shape, pants, and socks and shoes. I don't know if I like the way you phrased that. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you have to think about that though in this movie. I did think about that. But forces anyways, you to think about. I, this. I absolutely did think about it, but continue. Um, so they have twenty four hours to try to figure out to bring their whole dad back, so they could actually talk to him. I guess instead of just like rubbing his feet, <laughs> which they do <laughs> a lot of that in this movie too. Um, um, so they go on a quest and because barley is a very uh nerdy D D kind of guy he and and it's kind of interesting because in this world the D D is not a fantasy it's more of a historical yeah we need to get into thing. that at some point we'll get into that but anyway so he knows all about like the history of magic and stuff so he takes his brother on a quest and they go on in his old beat up uh, minivan to go find another gem so they could bring their father back. So they go on crazy adventures like any other classic road trip mixed with a fantasy style adventure. Um, and they learn about each other and themselves. And it's a grand old time. In the meantime, their mom chases them to kind of make sure that they're safe and get them back. Um, cops chase them. And ultimately it comes together and they find the gem um and they bring their dad back for a couple minutes and ian realizes that it was never his dad he wanted or that he it was, his <laughs> barley was his dad <laughs> that also oh, wait, sounds what? worse than <laughs> no um, that's about right <laughs> everyone but, learns a lesson <laughs> yes and they all live happily ever after um uh-huh. i guess and they, but they always say, "Let's go onward." <laughs> I don't know, they never said that once. No, they never did. <laughs> um, yeah, but that that's that's onward. I mean, I think that's fairly accurate. Yeah, my nice. phrasing it's, it's... of things may not have been the most obvious, but I think it made it better. Oh well, yeah, true. All right. Uh, anyways, so yeah, there you go. Onward. All right. Ryan. So. We got to go with you first, because I think that Ryan's got a lot of good thoughts on this. Ryan, general impressions, go. I got something to say about this movie. <laughs> I no, do I don't know. know. Um, my overall feeling about this movie was kind of like, all right, well, uh, that movie existed. Um, I'm moving onward with my life, and we'll forget about this movie very shortly. Uh, honestly, my biggest complaint about the movie, we'll get into uh, pro- hopefully in detail, is just the world. I, I, this world made no sense to me and completely just uh, made me – it challenged me to just enjoy the movie because the world made no sense. Um, and mostly in Pixar movies, it doesn't. Um, and we've talked about that in the past. Like, how does the Carl's world make sense? And it, and it doesn't matter, right? In this one, I will argue that it does matter. And that's what ultimately uh, made the movie fail for me. Yeah, I felt like there was there should have been more um, like drafts of this universe and how what? it exists, like you what know, like you in say? the writing room, like drafts, like oh, I think somebody... said drafts. Yeah, I agree, Vince. I, 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 I thought, yeah, yeah, there should have been I, more. Hope we get into that. There should have been more drafts as well. I thought you said no. I thought you said D R A P S. Oh, I thought he said that word. I thought he said drafts, like the animal giraffe. Like oh I mean, there could have been more giraffes. Yes, if been been going, giraffes. I am going to forget what I was trying to say. <laughs> okay, sorry. Continue. More drafts. Okay, there should have been more um, drafts like the ones in Toys R Us. I think that's what I was trying to say. Um, okay. 
No, the 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 universe itself. I feel like Pixar. The writers were in like a big room. All the Pixar, you know, writers, and they're like, "Well, what's gonna be our universe for this?" And one guy, probably the guy who was delivering the mail, said, <laughs> "Wait a minute, guys, I got this crazy cool idea." And then they just went with that guy's one idea and never questioned it again. Like, all right, that's the universe we're making. Wait, 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 Vince, Vince, are you saying that all dinosaurs are space aliens? <laughs> yeah, but you don't find that out until the end. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That's. But to be honest, it felt like there was a lot of interesting things that never were fully realized in this movie. Like, and that could be uh, character arcs. Like, I felt like the whole arc with the mom and the manticore was like, why is this happening? Like, what is like? I don't know. Like, so unnecessary. Honestly, it was. They also the thing that they decided in the writers' room is the whole idea with Frozen and sisterly bonds is great. We're gonna do that with brothers. And yep. that's what they went with. And they were like, all right, we made a weird universe. People love universes in Pixar. We're just going to roll with that. Brotherly <laughs> love. All right, that's a movie. Doesn't matter what else happens. They're just two brothers. <laughs> and they're going to they're gonna go. Oh, there's two brothers. Yeah, they needed to learn from Rick and Morty, I think. Two muscular just, nannies. Just two brothers. But And again, I feel like this is a problem with uh, with Disney in general right now is they're going for like that emotional grab more than just like a well-structured story and like a great story. It, remi- it kind of reminds me a little bit of like Rise of Skywalker in the way that like it's it's all like style and no substance. You sure. know? That's fair. All right. Sean, uh, what do you think? I hope to get into that a little more in detail. Yeah. Um... I I liked it. I did. I don't. I didn't have. As, uh, I think I'm probably more positive than you. Ha- both of you are. I I think I understand maybe what some of your issues are going to be with the world. I didn't have as much. I didn't. I think early on in the film when I was watching it, I might have been a little bit more picky about those things. But as, by the time the film ended, I really didn't. There wasn't anything stuck in my craw about. Any of the world building or any of the logic stuff? In his craw. That's can, a, Sean, that's can you a point saying. to your the craw on <laughs> that's this a doll? Saying. No, I know, yeah. but you've never used it ever before in your entire life. <laughs> I'm that's trying also to expand true. my repertoire. All right? <laughs> this is like me learning another language during the quarantine. I'm picking up weird southern colloquialisms. People could do this. All right? Anyways. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I, di- I didn't have as much of the issue with the world making sense. I think it made enough sense for me, and I got what they're going for, that it it was good. I agree with maybe some of the character stuff. Um, but overall, I yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's forgettable, but it's definitely not in the top of my Pixar movies. Which is funny, because it feels like it's a film kind of catered to me, or maybe like a younger version of myself. A Pixar film about an adventure, a fantasy adventure, like literal fantasy adventure, seems like I it's something I would absolutely love. And I do like it. I thought it was good. I guess also maybe it wasn't as fu- wasn't like super funny. I don't know. Well, I don't know. It was. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. I liked it. I didn't love it. That's me. Chewy? Uh, same. Liked it. Didn't love it. Um, I will say that I loved the second half of it. Um, I think, uh, and like you were saying, um, not only did I not have the problems with the world, uh, I really liked the world building in it. Um, particularly um, how magic worked. I actually thought for a lot of the second half of the movie, like, this is a, this is a movie I want a video game tie-in for. Because I loved 
how magic worked and especially in the final battle i liked how that was all working um i think the first act was pretty much ruined by the trailers and i thought there was a lot of slow downtime in the second act um i think pretty much from the car chase on though i was invested um the movie didn't hit the emotional buttons that i could obviously tell that it wanted to for me um Mm -hmm. like for this you know pixar is usually pretty good at, at tugging the heartstrings in this movie for me it felt a little too maybe i'm just getting older and more more cynical but it felt like oh yeah this is the scene they're gonna want us to this this is gonna be the scene where they want it and then yeah this is the scene but i didn't really i didn't really take the bait like i have in past pixar movies but um yeah but i thought the world was neat i it could have been developed a little bit more but um ultimately it halfway through the movie it just turned into like a fun fantasy action adventure movie and you know it left a good taste in my mouth at the end so uh, yeah i'll agree with that it was definitely stronger at the end yeah in general i enjoyed it i would say net positive for me though there is a lot to there's a lot of it that could have been tightened up and improved well let's just get into it because i feel like that probably might be a big bulk of the conversation so what world building maybe it's not specifically world building but it sounds like that's kind of what your guys are getting at what what about the world stuff? Because I do have issues too, but I think you guys probably will have more, or at least articulate more. Well, I I kind of just it it kind of you know sometimes when we talk about animated movies, we have a questions we shouldn't be asking section. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel like that was a lot of the movie. Like I and I can't remember a lot of specifics ones right now, but just kind of how one of you brought up how. Um, barley's kind of like oh he's super into like i thought i i I, at the beginning of the movie i'm like oh the 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 stronger buffer like more masculine brother is the one who's into dungeons and dragons i guess it's not a nerdy thing in this universe but like it kind of there were some things that raise questions that i don't know if i got a satisfying answer to like how's this thing work in this universe or how do people feel about this like you know, because fantasy is their history. So you kind of have to, at that point, go, okay, well, how did they still develop into this, a similar tech, uh, society as ours? And why did they abandon it? it? You know, it just kind of, it's always in the back of my mind. It's always a, a little bit like flicking me in the ear going, and I'm like, nah, shut up. I'm trying to enjoy these two teenage teenagers going on an adventure. So, Well, going back to Ryan, yeah. Ryan, you said that specifically for you, though, for this movie, it was... Uh, my, I'm echoing. All sorry, that. sorry about that. My uh, okay, my headphones came unplugged. <laughs> oh, okay, for this movie specifically, that it you, you were forced to think about. I can't remember how you phrased it, but what do you mean by that? Well, yeah, I think I mean, sure, you hit on right on the head what I was like questions that we shouldn't be asking, and for the most part, those are just curiosities, right? Mm-hmm. In, in like in the Cars universe, in the I don't know whatever other universes that Pixar has created that are kind of like huh, this is highly improbable, but they're curiosities at the best, or at the most. Whereas on this one, they're tying the theme or the message of the movie very directly into the world they built. Um, You know what I mean? Like, so we have to be able to relate or make sense of the world that that they're constructing in order for us to get some kind of extra meaning out out of the story. Right. Unless I'm misinterpreting the story, of course, that's always a possibility. Um, but the nit, like, so there's some nitpicky things, right? There's some things that, like, okay, these are questions that don't need answers. Like, if their society evolved 
into the same technological path that we did, let's say humans on Earth, why would their vehicles and technology be engineered for human beings? Right. Right. There are centaurs, there's manacores, there's all these other non-humanoid creatures. Oh, I, I thought of that. Why would a centaur be in a motor vehicle? I, I thought of that but specifically that, in the scene where the uh, it took a dozen pixies to drive a motorcycle. Why would a motorcycle be the size of a human? Yeah. Why would you build... Can I tell you what this made me think of? And I'm gonna, and it it instantly made me think of this. It made me think of Legend of Korra and like Republic City and how like they implemented. And I know that like the whole, like they implemented bending into their society in certain ways. You know, you had metal metal bending police. You had like people who could like do like lightning bending, like creating like electricity for the city. You had you had like different things like that where like the magic of the world was, though it was maybe somewhat lost, it was still being utilized, and you know people still understood it. And it just right, felt, it just went away for some reason. We never got to see why. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, that's actually I, I, I didn't they, actually make that comparison, Vince. But that's actually a really good analogy because there wouldn't be a reason for bending to go away from the world because not everyone has bending. Okay, yeah. so the people that don't have bending, great. We've invented technology to fill that gap and to kind of almost new, level the playing ground. Mm-hmm. But magic is <laughs> still freaking magic. Okay. <laughs> um, so you it wouldn't go away okay i'm gonna get back to that later but the things in the society like vince like i think you said it really well that it felt like a first draft it mm-hmm. felt like there was really no creativity put into the world building that made me feel like oh okay so this is what the world would look like if the 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 fan if a fantasy realm developed technology and then it was well thought out and like oh instead of having cars they have this instead of having power plants they have this instead of having this they have this and it's integrated with how their world would have naturally evolved and developed technology rather than just tr- transplanting human analogs into their world and say well now they have vans well okay okay why would they have invented vans Mm-hmm. You know, why would that make sense in their world? Why would a centaur drive a van? It, so that lack of creativity is very disappointing when it comes to Pixar, who I think they've they've established themselves as being very creative. And yeah. I'm not sure what yeah. happened here. Well, I, I see. I think it's a bit of a catch-22 because it, Pixar has always been historically about what's the heart of the story? What's the, like, what are the character motivation and whatnot? And the story, obviously it's about the brothers as Vince mentioned, but like the plot, the story is like about trying to find magic in a world that lost magic. So just by the very nature, society can't have developed that way. Otherwise magic would, would still be around. And then the story, there isn't a story anymore. It's kind of like they started with, that concept so it has the world has to be that way but it is kind of but because it has to be that way for the story to work then you're left asking these questions about like yeah but why like well yeah i mean like that i think to me i like but they i mean they kind of say that at the beginning they like during the whole prelude he's there they kind of now if you don't buy that well i I don't know if that's the film's fault you kind of have to buy in it's like star wars at the beginning of the crawl oh i don't buy there was a galactic war well well, okay, there was. Right, yeah. That, that, that's just the history of this world. Magic died. I don't think that necessarily is, like, a, a historically sound, you know, ex, you know, de- uh, uh, description. 
But I think just like for the world that they or for the story they're trying to tell, I think that <clears throat> you have to take. The, the, I, I agree, Sean. Mm-hmm. But as the story progresses and the themes evolve, the story is then telling us that this character, Ian, is rediscovering magic in the world and uses that magic to resolve the conflicts in the plot. And so for me to buy that he's able to use magic to resolve that, it completely destroys the... It com- everything shatters and falls apart because if he is needed, if he needs to use magic to resolve those plot um, points, then why wasn't magic ever in the world in the first place? And how do members of a non magic, magically enabled resolve those things? And how is we as an audience, if we bought into the initial premise of a non magic functioning world, how are we to arrive at the same resolution as our protagonist without the use of magic. Uh, let's, I don't know. Let's, yeah. let's pick that apart a bit because uh, what are they, what's their goal? They're trying to use magic to bring back their dead dad. You, right. You can, to resolve. You, you, can, yes, you can't right. bring back your dead dad in the real world. Exactly. Right. So exactly. in order to fix a problem that was caused by magic, they then have to open that rabbit hole or open that can of worms exactly. and figure out the magic. So, it's like, exactly. but I, I I don't know. Is there a greater idea there in that? Like, yeah, you, you don't get to have a second chance, you know? Because right, it, 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 right, which is what if the movie had done that, right? Then I would have that would have been kind of a powerful message, and maybe showing that magic isn't valid. Magic doesn't have a purpose. We need to resolve our own things in a non-magic functioning world as human beings, right? Right. That would have been an interesting science, actually. Admittedly, that would have been a great right? thing to explore i think it would have all but they don't do that yeah and they don't do that yes good and point. and barley needs magic in order to find his resolution yes ian finds his resolution by acknowledging that barley is the father figure he's always uh, uh desired and he has that but barley does not get his resolution without magic's existence that's true yeah, yeah. absolutely and yeah but I, I guess the point could also be made because barley doesn't have magic in him and it has to do the movie kind of does have to do with like brothers needing each other and that he needed his brother to get that resolution with him and his father yeah i mean i don't I mean, know it's, just, it's it's complicated because I, I just because i think magic is dead in the world i don't think the film is saying that magic is not needed no i don't think ryan or i were claiming that i think it's just oh, okay. that it, i think it would have been a an interesting angle to to focus on oh yeah no yeah that would have been really yeah i agree that would be honest i think any angle because it took no angle really it would have been interesting if it just took an angle well i i think it did but it didn't take an angle that specifically had to do with the magic so much exactly and and i guess that's maybe the issue like especially and i guess it's kind of ruined from the trailer again too i think okay let's just agree that trailers are kind of the worst now nobody Mm -hmm. should watch trailers there well i didn't actually watch a trailer for this movie so it wasn't ruined for me i guess I mean, it just it just kind of made it feel like, all right, I know what this movie is, and like, what's what's the point really in in even seeing it? Because like, is the is this all the really the movie's really gonna be? And it turned out that's pretty much all it was. There was yeah. nothing that shocked me about this movie. There's also I was kind of surprised no villain. There's no villain. Like I know that's a race against time, and that's the antagonist. I guess is just time, but I'm kind of surprised there wasn't like 
somebody on the hunt also for like the the stone or something like i bet in one maybe even like an early draft there was some sort of like evil wizard who wanted the stone for himself or some i don't know it just felt like you just said there's only one draft okay fine you're right but i'm talking the mailroom <laughs> guy who gave him that draft was like but i also want to throw in this idea and then that's uh, they, yeah they that is actually it. a good point i hadn't thought about that but I didn't. I, I hadn't even noticed that. But you're right. It seemed it's very much you know fantasy. You're gonna have a villain. But right. I thought it's interesting that I didn't feel that. I thought the I, I thought the um the the ticking time was a good enough drive, or at least it made enough sense in the story to kind yeah. of motivate everything. I mean, was, so that was fine. Yeah, there was like I'll, stupid it, conflicts, like the pixies, and I was like, why is this happening to our movie? Yeah. But anytime there was a conflict, I'm like, why is this happening? Why is this happening? A lot of picks. Also, another comparison to Frozen 2, right? Where Frozen 2 didn't have an antagonist. Uh, Yeah, I was going to say a lot of, uh, you know, last decade Pixar and Disney animated movies, um, the the conflict is always more an inner conflict. That's the, they've kind of, the studios have kind of moved towards that. And in fact, I I think Lindsay Sterling did a video essay about the Disney villain is dying because they've been moving more towards, like, complicated it's more about a feeling and emotions and you know uh tom holland ian right he, his his villain is himself for most of the movie it's him not being able to believe that he can do it and mm-hmm. you know it's those kind of things which i think in general are more interesting i i do miss like kind of mustache trolling villains that you know because it's they're fun and they're you know but again yeah. not really what this movie was about and if you they're introducing an element just because you want it then you have to tie it into other things uh, yeah right. and I, I also I, think you meant Lindsay ellis right what, yeah. what's i say who would i say Lindsay, Lindsay sterling. sterling oh she's good too Lindsay sterling is the violent player right <laughs> yes, yeah, it's yes. A different. okay yeah. um, I, think I thought so i've met both of them um nice but uh i agree with sean i think uh yeah the conflict that was there was enough conflict for me and it was enough to keep me invested for most of it yeah. um but yeah i guess i i, I think maybe i the more I think about it, I'm like, oh, I guess I could see it from like, oh, that's kind of original, not original, but it's kind of cool. There wasn't a villain. I like that in theory. I don't know if I, I have to think about it more to know, if, you know, I don't know, mm-hmm. theoretical. Right. Like in this movie, like... I think it actually worked more because, you know, they established pretty early on yeah. what, what the, you know, this man mm-hmm. versus the environment, this t- 24 hours that they have to beat. Whereas yeah. in Frozen 2, we don't need to open that. Again. I don't know it what is going work. on for most of Frozen Two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Whereas this one is like it's a pretty clear from the yeah, get go. What it's pretty straightforward, right? Um, what what needs to happen? And it's, now, it sticks to that for the most part. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and it does. And I, I appreciated that. It, it keeps you know in terms of what our characters are trying to accomplish, it keeps that all clear, right? We don't we're not ever confused about what our characters yeah, are you, trying to do. You look at you're conf- you look at Phantom Menace or the second Fantastic Beast movie, and scene to scene, you're like, what? is where is this going why are we why are we yeah. and this movie mm-hmm. the entire time you're like you can no, check yeah. back and go this is what the goal is this is this is where we're yeah, driving yeah, to yeah. you know okay. i think it's yeah it's always pretty clear i need to talk about yeah. one specific thing in this universe that i had a lot of questions as it was happening um okay, okay when they pull up to the manticore's mansion thing and it's like it's it's a, you know a really weird road to get there it's dark and gloomy Looks like it's a really like decrepit kind of old shack. Yeah, and then they open it up and it's like a Chuck E. Cheese. Was yep. there like some sort of like back lot parking lot where all these families had parked their cars? That I, w- I had wondered see? that too. Yeah. Like, where's the well lit, family friendly parking lot? Is there a parking garage? I don't know. I thought about it, and that's something I was thinking of. Th- those like, this... fall in the list of details. That's kind of like, yeah, this stuff could be tightened up a little bit more. It's. I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, I, I think. 
It's the thing that can be tied up. If, if the joke paid off more, then maybe I wouldn't have cared. Absolutely. It wasn't even a joke. It was right. just it, a surprise. It, this feels not well thought out. It just feels a little lazy, honestly. Yeah. Well, I guess to me it's a question of, I, I guarantee you the writers did think of that. I don't think that they're like, oh, whoops. Well, it's... okay, sure. I'm not saying that they didn't think of it. I'm just saying they only thought about it once. There was only one draft. I, no. I think yeah. writing has to take I, place in iteration. I'm just saying that I think they thought about that and they's like, well, okay, we can write this whole scene where there's a parking lot, but then it sacrifices the scene and tone and stakes of this other scene. I, I'm just saying I think there was a conversation and they knew what they were doing. Now, whether I think that was the best decision, I could disagree with, but I, I just don't think it was a case of them forgetting or being lazy is all I'm saying. Okay, well, I think our definitions of lazy are different, but yes, I do agree they did think about it because there was an obvious attempt at a joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the joke the was one... stupid. Well, that's not, <laughs> well, that's, that's right. Yeah, that's yes. fine. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. If you don't like the joke, that's different than like not like not thinking there was a joke. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, so there was one thing I was gonna say. Uh, just kind of a little bit back to the world and hall. It reminded me a lot of Harry Potter in terms of how people think and talk about Harry Potter, in terms of how the magic existed. Because a lot of times in our discussions of Harry Potter, I know it's just like. The magic is so stupid. It yes. Just like, and this is the movie of that where we finally get a C. Like, why do they even have wands? Everyone just has guns. And real world, has, you know, to kill people, you need a, like, you mean just a gun that's way more efficient and better than magic, or this writing utensils and mechanics and tools. And so, to me, this world kind of capitalized on that. And so, all the issues that we always pick apart with other things, I thought, oh, it's kind of interesting. They're actually fulfilling a lot about that stuff because, yeah magic would stop being used if only like 1% of the world could use it and it wasn't very efficient and was weird and unpredictable. You have to go on a quest to find a specific crystal if it breaks. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean like one thing like the police officer forgot he had legs and could run. That was stupid. So let me talk about that for a moment. (laughs) Because that is one of, I mean, this is another little maybe more of a nitpicky style thing that doesn't really have a big impact on you mean, uh, sorry, just to clarify, you mean at the end when he, like, lets his hair down and runs, No, right? like, they say, no. like, he says, uh, Tom Holland's character is like, you guys could run 70 miles an hour. You're faster than a T-Rex. And then they said, say again, you're faster than a T-Rex. <laughs> I don't know, that kind of stuff doesn't really bother me because I compare it to other Pixar movies with a similar tone, like Finding Nemo. If you think, go through point by point every single thing that the fish, the fish do that fish can't do in real life, then, like, what are you here for? Like, I, it, it goes into this. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. I, I, I just went, you mean what? who? The the centaur cop, right? Yes. The main yes. cop guy? When does someone say? Sorry. I, I it... So, Tom, I think it's Tom Holland's character, but it might have been. Um, oh, 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 you mean early on when he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. saying like everyone's forgot their magic. Like, did you know that like, uh, centaurs yeah. okay, could okay. run like okay. 70 miles an hour? And he's like, I don't I, need yeah. to run. I have my car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that. This is a little bit, I think, less nitpicky, but still, I'll put it in the realm of nitpicking. It just doesn't make sense, and it makes me very. I have to really struggle to say, okay, that makes sense. Um, pixies forget they have wings. Manticores forget they have wings. It's part of your natural bi- biology. Why would you forget your physiology? It's like if if suddenly we decided, you know what, we're not going to use planes anymore. We're going to invent teleportation. I dis- oh, I, okay. I disagree I with that I forgot how to walk. I, di- I forgot how to walk all of a sudden. I don't know how to hike anymore. I, I, Here's the thing. Okay, I, because I, just, made I, it. I disagree with that sentiment because 
most people, if they trained and trained and trained and trained, are capable of doing parkour, right? You can do things with your body that, like, if you train enough, anybody can, not anybody, but most people can do gymnastics. They just choose not to. I'd heard this comparison for another movie, but, like, somebody said online, like, if people were able to fly, but it took as much, like, effort as jogging or, like, sprinting, most people wouldn't fly. Right, like okay. you know, I, what? I, are you kidding me? Here's one nope. scene that Don't shatters everything in this universe for that makes no sense, and it has to do with the centaur. Okay, so the scene when he goes to sit down at the table, and it's obvious this table wasn't made for centaurs, and he has a really difficult time sitting down at the table to drink his coffee. The whole point of this world is that they stop doing things as these creatures because things are getting easier. But this table, which supposedly has been made in a society where things are now easier for everybody. It's incredibly difficult for the centaur to sit down and drink his coffee because it wasn't built for centaur-like creatures. It co- it destroys the universe within itself in that one scene. I think yes, I, agree. I completely agree. I, I think yeah, that I agree with we would have. I think a more believable universe would have been something like out of Zootopia because you yes, have you have yes, all these yes, animals yes. existing in the same city, but there's all these different neighborhoods that are all built. Like that opening scene when she gets there from the train. And you mm-hmm. see that, like, people are going through customs and there's, like, yes. different size metal detectors and stuff. I think that is probably a better version of Onward's universe would look more like that universe, I feel like. I completely agree. I was about to bring up Zootopia because I feel like they did it so much better. Yes, I would I would yeah. very much agree with that. I wrote that down as well. Because for me, also, Zootopia was not only more well thought out, it also didn't make it that wasn't really necessarily integral into understanding the story or, or the themes or as in onward, I, I think it's directly tied to the themes and that's why the themes and the message doesn't work because I don't buy the world. I give you that. Also, I thinking about Zootopia because a lot of that opening, you know, after the, the first opening bit that introduces the main character, when she's entering Zootopia, they show you, here's how this world works. They give you this big montage mm-hmm. of what it looks like, how people live their lives you know, and basically it's the movie writers saying, we thought of this, okay? Don't worry about it. Yeah. We thought of this so that when the mystery plot can starts unfolding, you don't have to have somebody flicking your ear, na- all these nagging questions about what about this, what about that? The, the movie's like, okay, now just sit back and enjoy the mystery, you know? And yeah. Yeah. I well, think that's so- the thing. As I, feel like, I feel like Zootopia, again, went through a lot more of the process of building its universe in that writer's room to where like, okay, everything has to make sense with all these you know crazy different animals in these different environments different sections of zootopia different completely different landscapes i felt like there was pieces in onward to where it could have been that quality yeah but they never they never grew on it i'd like to make a point the animation in this movie was incredible some of the best i've ever seen especially the landscapes like it looked beautiful no doubt about that. Pixar is the animation they're doing. Sometimes I was like, this looks better than anything I've ever seen in real life. Like some of the shots of just like the forests and stuff. It's like, this is insane. Yeah, it was a, it was a very visually appealing movie. Definitely. Um, like they just didn't well, do... So I, go ahead, go ahead, Ryan. Well, I, so this might be because I, I'm, I watched it at a home theater and this is one of those things where the experience is, was hindered because I didn't get to see it in the theater, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I have an older TV and to me, it, it did not look very good. In fact, wow. um, I mean, I can tell it was, well, I don't know. It didn't look very good to me. Um, the characters, it looks like trolls, the movie trolls, mm-hmm. but I, the characters just looked like that to me. So it, 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 I don't know. I maybe you need to watch it on a high def TV. Um, I watched I it on know. my iPhone. 
but I do have an iPhone 11, so the screen is really good. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking, as much as I enjoyed the third act and particularly the 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 giant dragon battle, um, I loved that scene. I, I loved it, but I was thinking while I was watching it, I bet this would be awesome in the theater. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's because right. if we're talking good animation in particular, that that whole sequence with the rocks mm-hmm. and all the he's casting the spells and running in the air and all that. Like, yeah, that was, that would have been a great scene to watch on a, on a big screen. So yeah, it, it is a shame that, you know, I, I don't know if yeah. we'll ever get that experience with this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I want to give one last little thingy about magic in this world and we can move on. But one of the, so one of the things that really drove home why this movie did not work for me is the movie tries to claim that magic is hard, technology is easy, and that's why we've moved from one to the other. But technology isn't easy either, okay? I'm an engineer. I'm not trying to, like, say I'm a person that works in VR, but (laughs) it is hard, okay? Yeah, oh yeah. But there are people that do it, enjoy doing it, because that is within their capability, okay? And I'll try to claim that it's within my capability, because it's at least my job title. Oh, man, Ryan, I think I know where you're going with this. That is what I do. Okay, well, I don't know. You can build on this. But that is what I do, okay? Mm -hmm. And I enjoy doing that. It is hard. It is extremely hard. But I'm driven to do it, okay? Mm -hmm. Magic doesn't exist in the human world. But this is this... Technology is the closest we're going to get. Yeah. Okay? Now, if I could take 24 hours of my life and use magic rather than the last... I'll say 30 years of my life trying to master engineering. But if I could take 24 of those one day, because remember that is the time limit of this movie and a dumb, stupid kid can master magic in 24 hours. I think magic would be around in this world. Now that's what you were saying. I thought you were going to say that like people are just the worst and stupid and <laughs> no, well, I'm getting there. Okay, good. Um, because they are. No, it's kidding. Um, but what I think this movie doesn't touch on, and it probably should have, is that magic shouldn't be used because it is dangerous. Mm-hmm. This kid uses magic and summons a dragon. Yes. That essentially destroys a town. Oh, I want to expand on that when you have a minute. Yeah. So I want to the movie and the movie doesn't bring this up. It it, it dismisses it. It, it kind of just move, the movie just goes on and forgets that people could have died. There's property damage. There's a lot of destruction. It is only through basically random circumstance that they're able to even kill this dragon, right? Mm-hmm. Because the manicor knew about the sword and all that junk. But that should be the reason. It would have been a lot cooler that, if. If, With like, great power comes great responsibility. Absolutely. I don't and know. I, I, There's yeah. another message there that the movie does not touch. I wanna, and, the, and the one that they try to give mm-hmm. doesn't hold water. I, I want to piggyback on that. Because I think, and I mentioned this earlier, but the idea that they get a second chance with their dad, right? When you lose somebody you love, you go through the the, the process of grief. Like, you know, the, the stages of grief, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the first one is denial, right? You're like, no, I, I will see this person again. They're not dead. They're not gone forever. I'll definitely see them again. Right. But then, you know, you go through all the stages and you get to acceptance and you're like, nope, there's nothing I can do about this. Right. And they could have maybe used an angle of like, oh, magic's not natural. Like, you're not supposed to be able to, you're not always going to get closure. Right. Like, right. And, you know, it's kind of not mentally healthy to, 
exists in a state where right. you're like, I'm going to get closure on this. So I'm going to be able to say that thing to my loved one that I never got to say because you don't get those opportunities. That you, that doesn't happen, Correct. you know? People die and they're dead. So that would have been also an interesting... If, you, if the movie had been slanted, maybe magic went away for a reason... Like that, yeah, that would, yeah, yeah. that would, you could then tie it into the psychological aspect of it. You could tie, tie it into the whole grieving lost family member, that aspect. I think that would have really added a lot to the movie. You too. hit the nail on the head in terms of, I was trying to make that point a little earlier, but you said it way better is that, yeah, for the, for the non magic using members of the audience, me, mm-hmm. how am I supposed to get the resolution I, without magic? I felt the same way. Right? I think that. Yeah, I felt the I same know. way about. I mean, um, yeah, I, I felt the same way about X Men Three, um, because I, it always bothered me so much that um, that uh, it existed. Well, yeah, yes, but um, that Rogue, she <laughs> she's set up as this character who's struggling for two movies, who trying to accept this mutation that she has, right? And in the third movie, he's like, no, don't worry about it. We can cure you. No problem. And she takes the cure, right? But like, she's supposed to be a supplement for people in the real world who have disabilities and they were born with them and there's nothing that they can do about it. They just have to learn to live their lives with these disabilities. But X-Men basically introduced magic and said, yeah, no problem. You know, and then you can't relate to that character anymore. So, you know, what do you, what is onward telling people who did lose a loved one? Like, yeah. Yeah. How are they supposed to actually grieve and, and, and resolve that, that, uh, event in their lives yeah so i mean in, in a way ian because he gave his opportunity to talk to, to dad to his older brother he did learn like oh yeah i don't need i don't need closure with my dad but the older brother never did because because he got the exactly yeah so yeah no i completely agree that, that was the exactly the point i was trying to make earlier yeah yeah, I that's def- that's a good point. I mean, I, I've thought the same thing about actually lots of other like um, Groundhog's Day. I like mm. I love that movie, but it it kind of I don't know. To me, the more I think about that movie, it 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 yeah. It what's the loses- message? <laughs> well, it's not just the, but it's just like oh, you know, live each day. You live each day the best that you could live each day. But it's like this guy lived that day for ten thousand years, <laughs> right? And then like none of us. How what am I supposed to take from that? I can't do that. Yeah. I can't. If like living your best day means doing that, also, then boy, this mini movie is meaningless. This, to this us. guy is terrible. Right. If it took him ten thousand years to finally figure out how to live one good day, like, yeah, I think. Well, I think, I think, that's I think just the like, message is more about him learning how to be a good person, right? Stuff like it that. It took him versus... ten thousand years to do it. Yeah, but I'm just saying that like we don't have that at our right, disposal, right. or like a, yeah. a Wonderful Life, which is my one of my favorite movies of all time, like. I, I can't see what the world would be like without me in it. None of us can. So, but that's what made him learn his, his him learn his lesson. I can't. Well, how am I? I that doesn't help me. <laughs> I can't do that. Sean, that's not true. Fake your death. We'll set up a bunch of cameras and then <laughs> fake true. your death. But but that would just be what would happen after I died. I can't like see the world as it would have existed without me, though. Oh, you know what I'm saying? What like mean. that's what the, Sean just invent a time machine and yeah, then true. kill and then yourself as a baby and see the difference. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> It's not that hard. Uh, I don't, but but uh, yeah, it's an absolutely. It's a good point. It was just like you, um, you had to quite like wait. Does this theme like? I think to me the theme was 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 more vague in that. Not vague. Sorry, it was more broad, and all the vehicles they were using to de- to deliver that theme don't hold up as well. And so I think the theme to me was less about you know 
grief or magic mm-hmm. or the, the the theme was a little bit more broad i think and i've been thinking about it i think it's something you could say it's something like the uh you know don't don't lose or don't forget where you come from but not at the expense of your present something like that right, right? Mm-hmm. that's a very broad theme it doesn't have to do with magic right the theme yeah, yeah, could be yeah, applied yeah. but they're using that to to tell that theme or to tell that metaphor. Yeah, so I agreed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, think, I, I mean, no, right? I mean, that's the point of the movie's title, right? There's onward, but it's a movie. Yeah, exactly. As, as it, I mean, it specifically is dwelling on the past. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so I think those th- the theme still holds up. I'm saying I, I just don't think that the the lessons are maybe as poignant as they could be because, in a lot of ways, the the specifics of how that theme is delivered don't hold up. Right. Mm-hmm. I guess. It's kind of what, yeah. I think we yeah, also yeah. need to discuss the most well thought out and well fleshed out character in the movie, which is Guinevere, the van. <laughs> and if you think about it, I mean, in a way, you're right. No, yeah. no, honestly, when Guinevere dies, because she dies, she sacrifices herself to save mm-hmm. the group. Yeah. That actually, you know, that scene, I was like, oh, that's sad. I like that van. <laughs> also, it continues that term, that like thing of onward, because they get a second Guinevere. Guinevere returns, so I think the movie is actually about the van sure. and the arc that uh, it takes. Sure. Um, Valid reading. You know, Vince, you brought something. You brought up uh, Cora earlier, mm-hmm. and uh, it's funny that you brought that up because I also had very similar thoughts, but not in the specific way you compared it to. Okay. But with uh, season one, uh, mm-hmm. with. Amon being the enemy and that there's not all benders. Now, this is not part of the film in terms of it being a, a theme that they're exploring or anything. It's just kind of a, you take it for granted in this world. Some people can use magic and some people can't. Yeah. They're not exploring that. They're not choosing to explore it and whatever. That's fine. It's another movie. But that's what reminded me of Korra in this. Hmm. Is that I guess like, oh, here's something well, that like, you know what did this kind of idea a little bit better? The Incredibles. I feel like if you're talking about like super, it reminded it did remind me of the Incredibles, but again, I don't think they're choosing to they, they have they they chose not to explore those ideas. Right. Yeah, it was a conscious no, thing. Ideas, There's a similar backdrop, but they're choosing not to explore those ideas, and that's fine. They don't have to explore right, every idea right. that a world. You I get know. it. It's just such a like a a similar like i like universe kind of idea. This this otherworldly magic, superhero powers, otherworldly magic. Mm-hmm. It's all fits in the same realm, and it's. I don't know. It's just for me, at least, just having it exist and then not exist isn't as interesting as it having real real world consequences for existing and then us seeing the consequences of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. But, like, you know, you like can't Incredibles tell every story. Did it so well. And they, yeah, you're right. they already did it in Incredibles. No, you're yeah. right. So they had to do something else. Right. Yeah. I just feel like if you're going to do the fantasy thing, like, I don't know, go go a little farther with it. I felt like they really could have. I will agree with that. They could have gone a little farther with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you guys have changed my um, mind. I hate this movie now. <laughs> um, there was no, one, no, I still really like it. There was a, another really I feel big, bad. I actually like uh, the movie, too. I feel like I... that I can't think of off the top of my head. Uh, uh, shoot. There was another point of discussion that I thought was a... And now I can't... Th- oh, oh, oh! It was less a point of discussion, but something I would have thought would have been just... I don't know, maybe, I don't, I don't, anyways, but I would have thought since, okay, the resolu- resolution is he gives the the couple minutes to Barley instead of himself, because obviously for his character and for Barley, that's more important. Um, but I thought it would have been cool at the end when 
um, he gets the magic spell right, right when he does it, and then the he Barley hugs his dad, and then you see his legs disappear, but his top half stays for another like twenty three hours, or whatever <laughs> oh, twenty three hours and they have twelve to minutes. Carry uh, his top half around like, and like, like us. Ah, yeah, exactly. Because it's tw- he now like he wasn't there. He only you know only half of him was there for twenty four hours, so the other half should still be there for twenty four hours. So then it would be like a fun like uh I mean it, it would have undercut his uh, Ian's character arc. Actually, I don't Sean, know if it would undercut it because it was his decision not to go see it. So no. the decision would have still been yeah, made. Yeah, that's true. Um, that Sean, that I just think a, it would have been a fun. That would have been a funny, funny ending. Yeah, cool thing. that would have yeah. been perfect. And let me, it goes back. Actually, remember that list that he has? All those things he yes. only needed to do with the top half: play catch, <laughs> heart to heart. All those things. It would have been perfect. They go back to the list, <laughs> yeah. and he, you know, starts. Oh, and it's just like a again. montage of yeah. him it'd be funny, but in all the goofy ways, yeah. though. Yeah, but that yeah, exactly. Been like a funny, almost been... like a post-credits kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, dang it! Oh, that is a huge missed opportunity. Man, that would have been really good. Yeah, that actually. would have because everybody Dang. still would have learned their lessons and then went. Oh, yeah, exactly. Wait. I don't yeah. like all this. He would have still realized that Barley has been his, you know, the father figure in his life. Is all blah, blah blah blah, and all the other character stuff would have worked. But I would have had like this. I don't know. Fiddle, like f- making it a little bit more of a f- wacky, fun, joyful ending. Yeah, like something that just like really hit it out of the park. Like, oh, that's really unexpected. Whoop. Also, I know that like. Look, if if this guy was able to go from not understanding magic at all to being able to fight a big dragon, he's got to be able. To, he can find a spell to bring his dad back for realsies. Magic exists. Well, he just well maybe he's like Phoenix Severus Snape. Now, he right? made up. Maybe he made up that magic spell. Yeah, the dad made it. Yeah, he just needs another Phoenix Stone. I so guess. so anybody can make up anything. It's magic. Do you forget yeah, what magic yeah. is? You can do anything you want. No, there's rules. This is a hard magic system. Then. I don't. <laughs> it's hard sci-fi. It's hard fantasy. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, eh, any other? Well, okay. I mean, just briefly, I I do think the Ian's character stuff and the and the and Chris Pratt and Tom um, Holland did a good job. I think all of the like the stuff with the uh, the father the or the legs, the dancing, that stuff yeah. like, worked for me. I mean, I'm not saying it was the best Pixar has delivered in those types of moments, but I I think it. I think it succeeded on the in, the, yeah, in those was, moments. It was all fine. It was all fine and dandy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, overall, I don't know. Any any other talking points? Because I think I think we dissected this movie pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I think that I hit all my major things. Um. Okay. Um, I I enjoyed the scene when he transformed into Colt Bronco. And he had to like he couldn't tell a lie, and he started like randomly yeah. transforming parts of his body oh, when that he was, was trying good. to walk away. Yeah. I forgot, that was funny. Yeah, that I was forgot good. about that scene. That was good. Yeah, uh, but that felt like it was a well structured scene. Yeah, where it was like they had an idea they presented at the beginning where he had to do this, and he had to he couldn't tell lies, and he had to be truthful, and it actually like played itself all the way out in the end. Like that scene, I was like, yeah, good scene. Yes, you did what you were supposed to do. Is this? I like the gasm or gasm chasm crossing scene yeah yeah i thought that was mm-hmm. yeah i would say you know overall bottom half for my pick in the pixar movie ranking but given it's pixar you know the yeah, the, the sketch is kind of in the midpoint yeah, for me it, i would say like it, if it, just vague rankings it'd be better than like brave and it beats cars all the cars cars movies. and planes and uh, i need to see brave again because planes is not a I, pixar movie <laughs> No, no, brave, brave. Yeah, I know no, what Sean said, no, planes. Um, it's probably 
next to like maybe I don't know Finding Nemo two and like yeah. probably next to Incredibles two. For yeah, me. it's a, it's around there. I mean, it, it's solid. It's good, but it you know it doesn't you know yeah it, it's better than Monsters Inc two for me. But probably I like the first Monsters Inc more. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's. I think I think I'd put Brave above this one though. Uh, I think I would too. But yeah, this is middle to bottom half for me. But I mean, there are yeah. very very few Pixar movies I don't like. Um, so it, it's yeah. a, the 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 bar overall is pretty high. So you know it's still mm-hmm. still pretty good. But uh, with good dinosaur at the top oh, of the hill good for dinosaur. all of us. <laughs> wait, wait, good wait, Ryan, did you say, the only one I haven't? Did seen. you say go- dinosaurs or uh from space? Were you referencing Good Dinosaur or something else? No, what? he was referencing no. the. Never mind. Well, I just haven't <laughs> seen Good Dinosaur, so I didn't. Maybe that's the plot of it. That, yeah, that they're really all space aliens. Yeah. I hope it is. I haven't seen Good Dinosaur. Oh my gosh, now None I'm going to watch it. Vince, you're the only one who's seen Good Dinosaur. None of us have seen it. Okay, we should all watch it together when yeah. quarantine lifts. And then, yeah, maybe do a live podcast. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, I would do commentary a live track. podcast. Oh, what commentary track. Oh, Mortal Kombat. We got to do that in Mortal Kombat commentary. Yeah, but good, yeah, good I, Dinosaur I commentary track. All of us have seen seeing it for the first time. I think that would be a fun time. Oh, okay. have you guys been watching like movies with each other? Like, I mean, like you'll find a friend like, oh, let's watch this movie, and then you'll like text each other or like zoom each other while you're watching it. No, I haven't done that. It's kind of fun. Done that, but we should, we... I have had the pleasure it's of uh, gaming with you guys. Speaking of, we got to play some. We got we got to play some golf. We got to play some golf with your friends. So that's true. Let's go. All right, on. all you cool cats and kittens, <laughs> jump on golf with friends with us right now. <laughs> In fact, I'm loading up the game as we speak. <laughs> all right. Wait, Vince. No, you're going to crash. We Vince, you're going to crash all your, your programs. It's you're time playing. for your one-man musical number that you prepared. Do it. Hit it. Hit it, Johnny. Three, four. I like turtles. Okay. This has been <laughs> after the credits at Young Chunks Podcast. Uh, no, is there any other business we got to take care of before we wrap this up? Um, has anyone checked email recently? I don't think we have any email, emails. Email, email. Check in the email. Oh, I was going to write email.com. Um, <laughs> what does that go to? How come no one reserved that they website? They probably did. I just didn't hit enter and find out where it takes me. It probably takes I, me to email.com. <laughs> oh, let's see. All right. Open up the Jump Chunks email. This is riveting for listeners. That's a good theme song. Thank though. you. Someone yeah. record it. Put a jump track to that. Uh, we are all recording. You are recording. I hope you're recording it right now. Oh, right. I knew- that's what I'm supposed to. <laughs> you better be recording it, or it's going to be a lot harder to edit this episode. <laughs> uh, another comment on Cora tries on makeup. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. I'm not going to check the comment. No, it doesn't look like we have any mail. Fine. All right. I made that video. Yeah. Yes, good. Um, Thank you. All right. Well, yes, then, then cool. if we're all good here. This has been After the Credits, a Yum Chunks podcast, episode 54 onward. You know that. Uh, we're everywhere. You search Yum Chunks, you search After the Credits podcast, whatever. We come up on all of them. Uh, we're yumchunks at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to leave some feedback or if you want to tell us why we're wrong about any of these things, please do. We'll read your email on the next episode. And that's that's that, right? That's it, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. That's that. We did it. Now, Good job. let's go backward. <laughs> We're not going anywhere, Sean. We're in quarantine. Oh, I think it would be Dang. offward, not backward. We're going well on uh, hereward, in inward, hereward. Yeah, I guess off is the 
exact opposite. Yeah. Maybe I wasn't going for opposite. I was double subverting your expectations. That's dumb. Bye. <laughs> Who are you, J.K. Abrams? This has been After the Credits. A Young Chunks podcast. <laughs>